What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the TST Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Peterson. Yes, once again, it is not Kenneth Arthur. It is me, Michael, hosting the show today with the Rams in the playoffs. You guys need more podcasts. You need more people talking about the Rams. You need more content, more things to listen to. So that is what we are doing as long as they are in the playoffs. We just had a preview podcast from Kenny. You got this one here before the game on Saturday. And then you will have me and Kenny once again doing our own shows post-game Saturday, Sunday morning, one or the other. On today's show, we're going to talk about any recent news from the Rams, including Uh, Jared Goff getting the okay to start. Obviously, it's not terribly surprising because John Wolford is out with that neck injury that was, you know, at one point called a stinger by McVay, but still way too dangerous, way too recent to even risk trying to play him over Goff in this game. If Goff is fine, he's got to be the starter. Uh, We're going to talk about the final injury report between the two teams, who's in, who's out, how that may affect the game whatsoever. Um, We're just going to talk, you know, Quick storylines, matchups, things in the game as well. On top of the Brad Holmes news, uh, getting hired by the Detroit Lions to be their new GM. That is Brad Holmes, the director of college scouting for uh, the Rams. He is headed out to Detroit where his actual uncle was a former first-round pick of the Lions. So there is a bit of a connection there. So I think let's go to to the golf stuff first. So yes, golf will start again. um, Not again, but will start uh, against the Packers, his hand up to him, he says it feels good. You know, he, he in his recent presser with the media, he talked about how you know there is some there is some soreness that comes with obviously you know hitting it against things, using it um, for extended periods of time. But for the most part, it's nothing that he's too concerned about, right? That's just going to happen. It is a surgically you know worked on part of your hand, your thumb. You need that obviously to grip the ball. And the thing about maximizing, you know, his efficiency with that part of his body, um, being able to use it the way he wants to against the Packers, especially in such a cold weather environment, is just keeping it warm, keeping it moving. Um, He almost can't ever have that thing out in, in the cold. You know, without a glove on it, without it being in a hand warmer, just anything. He's got to keep that thing as warm as possible, keep it moving, um, or else that thing's going to start creaking and, and aching, and, and it's just not going to be a good day for him trying to throw the ball in, in frozen Lambeau Field. Uh, so that's good news. Obviously, we did not want John Wolford out there on the field. You want Goff out there. You want all your best players out there, and that seems to be uh, the way things are going to go on Saturday. Now, the final injury report as I pull this up in front of me right now, um, it's still fairly clean between the two teams. And I don't have it pulled up right now, so I apologize as I do this. So as we know, John Walford is out. Jared Goff to start. Um, besides Walford being out, the team will be without outside linebacker rookie Terrell Lewis. Um, he was a non-participant all week with an ankle injury. He is out. Now, this isn't the biggest loss in the world. He was a rotational piece. He played nine snaps only against the Seahawks. His his season high snap between regular season and post was uh, 28 snaps, but he kind of fit mostly in that 12 to 17, 19 range when he played throughout the regular season. Uh, good, young, athletic talent, lots of potential type of player, but uh, he won't be available for Saturday. It's not the end of the world for the team. Other guys, questionable. Offensive tackle David Edwards, he's a backup, did not participate all week with an ankle injury. And then wide receiver Cooper Cup didn't participate at all this week. 
but still is questionable. Now, he went down with a knee injury. Um, it wasn't terrible by any means. It might have looked worse on the field when it was happening than you know the aftermath of it. Sean McVay did say earlier this week that it's nothing that should keep Cup off the field. Um, I'm expecting him to be to be good to go. This is the postseason. You're as ready as you'll ever be. You know you don't necessarily need those reps in practice at this point. He knows the offense. He knows what to do. He's a successful football player in this offense for this team. He doesn't need to practice. He'll be good to go. And moving over to the Green Bay Packers injury list, pretty much clean except for defensive tackle Kingsley Kiki. He's one of their backups. He is concussed. Didn't practice all week. Is doubtful for tomorrow's game. So everyone else is going to be healthy. Guys like uh, Mercedes Lewis, Zadarius Smith, Rick Wagner, Kevin King, cornerback, those guys, you know, we're all on the injury report this week, but they have no designation whatsoever for uh, Saturday's game. Now, we are going to go over to, let's talk about this matchup a little bit. Um, why is it so enticing? Well, it's a playoff game. It's a big deal anyway. But you don't get a lot of games like this regular season, postseason, where you have the number one scoring offense against the number one scoring defense. The Packers ended the 2020 regular season averaging 31.8 points per game. That is the most in the NFL. They are going to face the Rams defense, who allowed 18.5 points per game, the best in the NFL. Specifically, yardage-wise for passing and rushing splits, the Packers were the fifth best passing team, and the uh, they were the eighth best rushing team. And I want to get you those numbers while I'm still sitting here. So the Packers averaged 256 passing yards per game. It's not too shabby. Uh, rushing, they average 132.4. Again, not too bad. Well, the Rams defense have the number one passing defense, allowing only 190.7 yards per game. They're only one of three teams to allow less than 200 yards per game. And then for rushing-wise, they are the third best rushing team. They allow 91.3. They are one of one, two, three, four, five teams who allow less than 100 rushing yards per outing. Phenomenal. Phenomenal players on each end. You've got an offense that, you know, without having a ton of star power outside of wide receiver one, running back one, um, they just make plays happen. They have a former Indiana State wide receiver turned running or turned tight end, Rob Tanyan, killing it, 10 touchdowns this year. You have guys like Alan Lazard, who was a, a wide receiver at Iowa State, who's all of a sudden catching a bunch of touchdowns. People thought was going to play tight end in the NFL, but he's doing it as a wide receiver. They've got tons of talent. Well, the defense for the Rams has a ton of talent. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey are your two headliners, your two all pros. Jordan Fuller, Darius Williams. I mean, tons of talent. And they have like depth at these positions as well, especially up front, you know, behind Donald and Brockers. You got Sebastian Joseph Day, Morgan Fox, guys that get their fair share of sacks, tackles for losses, who make their fair share of impacts in each and every game. That's the type of talent that the Rams have on their defense. The number one matchup, one of the biggest storylines going into this game, is Devontae Adams going up against Jalen Ramsey. Now, Jalen Ramsey has three games this year without a single yard allowed in coverage. He is tied for second in that category. One person, I believe it's Xavier uh, Howard of the Dolphins, I believe, has four games. The only person better. Devontae Adams has a million touchdowns, it seems, this season. 
Ramsey's been good at blocking down number one wide receivers. Think of DK Metcalf. Three games against DK Metcalf. I don't think he allowed a touchdown, and I think combined he allowed less than 100 yards across three games against the physically imposing, speedy DK Metcalf. Name any other receiver that he went up against this week, or this year, excuse me. Allowed probably, I don't think anything. Actually, I'm going to pull this up so I'm just not speaking um, out of my butt here. Jalen Ramsey, absolutely crushed it this year. Let's go to his advanced stats. 15 games played this year, only has the one interception, but he's only allowed 354 yards in coverage. That is the least of his career outside of playing only three games with Jacksonville. Actually, no, it is the least of his career. Pardon me, I'm looking at the stats wrong. By far a career low, 354 in 15 games. This is his uh, second best year. No, excuse me, I'm still looking at this wrong. It's his best year. It's his first year he's ever averaged allowing less than 10 yards per completion. He allows 9.8. He allows five yards per target, career best. He has two touchdowns this year, two defensive touchdowns. Allows a 68.6 passer rating, best of his career. I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal. It seriously is. He's absolutely killing it. So I'm excited about that matchup. Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers have such a connection. I mean, without words, you know, that type of connection where it's they know exactly what each other's going to do in every situation. It does not matter whether they've rehearsed it or not. They are on point with each other. Jalen Ram is going to have to play the game of his life to make sure that that connection isn't going to be the end-all, be-all in this game. Cannot wait to watch this game just for that matchup. The whole Twitter sphere is on fire about what that matchup could possibly look like. Lastly, we're going to go over real quick. Brad Holmes, the Rams director of college scouting, is now the new Lions general manager. Holmes was in his role as director of college scouting for seven years. He also becomes the first, uh, this this hiring, excuse me, Holmes being um, hired by the Lions, makes the Rams the first team to receive two third-round comp picks from the NFL's new hiring institutions, which is uh, if your team develops a, a minority candidate who is then hired away. So you have an assistant uh, you know, position coach, if you have a, a front office guy, and they get hired to be someone's head coach, to be someone's uh, new GM, then your team gets a, a third round comp pick in, in the coming year and the following year. So two third round picks, one in the first year, one in the second. They're the first team to do that. Holmes had a heck of a job building this Rams team. Did a hell of a job. So again, seven years in his role, some of his highlights. Most recently, you've got Cam Akers. You've got Jordan Fuller, who was just voted the team's rookie of the year. Your big headliners are obviously your Todd Gurley. Obviously, his career didn't last as long as he could have with the Rams, but his high was pretty damn high. You've got Aaron Donald, arguably one of, if not the greatest defensive player who will probably ever play in the NFL. Like, no hyperbole there. It's Aaron Donald. We obviously know who he is and what he's done. You've got a former sixth-round pick making an impact in Sebastian Joseph Day. Got guys like John Johnson. You've got Cooper Cup. You've got Rob Havenstein. And, of course, you've got Jared Goff, who, uh, you know, some would say is an underwhelming quarterback individually. But as a guy who has taken or helped lead your team to a Super Bowl berth, who has led your team to the playoffs, you know, a handful, multiple times, it's phenomenal. You know, not a lot of uh, GMs have anywhere near that type of track record. He's had a lot of late round picks, 
You know, doesn't mean that they all have to stay on, on the team to, to make him a good GM. He's done a lot of good things. And, and honestly, I just I really wish him the best out there in Detroit because uh, he deserves it. He's done a heck of a job. And hopefully he is the guy to help turn that franchise around. I believe he is. Anyway, guys, that does it for me. Again, kind of quick and dirty with these podcasts. Um, just supplements and again, your content for the Rams get you something else to listen to prior to Saturday's game. Uh, appreciate you listening. Go Rams. It's going to be a ton of fun. I uh, hope you guys all are able to tune in, sit back, relax, and enjoy it. I'll talk to you guys after the game.